Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Let the word go forth. Fool me once. Are you fired up? I'm not a crook. Are you ready to go? Shame on, shame on you. <laughs> it's Abe Lincoln's Top Hat, hosted by Ben Kissel. Yeah. Boom, we can't get fooled again. Hey, what's up, everyone? How you doing? Ben Kissel here, hanging out with Travis Irvine. Hello, Ben. And Fernando. Hello, Ben. Thank you all for listening. Hope you're doing well out there. Another great episode for you. We're going to keep you updated on what's happening with the Supreme Court. Maybe, just maybe, some ethics might be on the table. <laughs> no chance. <laughs> that would be crazy. Good luck with that. Yes, indeed. And we have a bunch of other updates. We're also going to have a tale of two senators, Mitch, Mitch McConnell and Mitt Romney. Oh, their names sound very similar. It's very similar. We have a little bit of sound for you later on. But let's just get to some updates. We discussed this when it comes to the WGA. SAG-AFTRA strikes. Mm-hmm. So some protesters are outside of Universal, NBC mm-hmm. Universal, and they're hanging out there and they're saying, give us a fair wage. Mm-hmm. And it's the hottest time of the year. Yeah. And then what do the executives do? They trimmed the trees. So Whoa. these goddamn protesters can't get any shade. Take their shade. And the punishment received by these corporations. I remember the city was investigating it. This oh, sounds like it could be major. It's going to be big. NBC Universal find $250. <gasps> yes, indeed. Have you ever had a drink in public? Wait, oh, my what? God. We'd be fined about $500. If you ever accidentally had to take a piss on a building, Ooh. you're going to be fined about $600. Bucks. Yep. Uh, you ever try to break up an entire union from protesting <laughs> horrible wage disparity? You're $250. <laughs> yeah, wow. It just crazy. shows you exactly where the power lies, doesn't it? Yep. And of course, if you're the executive uh, that signed off on this shaving of the trees, they probably knew. And they're yeah. like, yeah, fuck it. We'll just eat the $250 because I would assume that's as much as one of their fantastic champagnes cost <laughs> at one of their high-end <laughs> restaurants. Right. That's a day where you uh, take the fine and get champagne because you can afford it. Who for, you cares? Know, for context to this story, basically, uh, the fine for any person committing mm. this first, the first time offense right. of trimming a tree they're not supposed to trim is $250. Okay, but wow. may I just say this? They didn't trim a tree. Right. They, they trimmed, trimmed like a hundred trees. trees. Yeah. On yeah. the block. 50 yeah. trees. <laughs> yeah. but, but again, the, the, they're just following the the letter of the law and like you guys said universal probably knew this some aid oh, just yeah. went and did the research and we're like what's the fine if we trim these trees 250 mm-hmm. let's just fucking have nothing los angeles city controller kenneth misha tweeted friday that the streets of la would be fining universal studios 250 dollars <laughs> for trimming trees without a city permit interestingly enough i'm going to take this from the other side mm-hmm. just imagine if they did this for the right reasons if oh. all of a sudden the trees were completely crazy and they were like, city, hey, please come and trim the trees. Right. And they didn't trim the trees. Then you go out there and as a proper citizen, you trim those trees. Right. And then you'd get a fine. And I would say, well, it don't seem right. Right. But in this case, uh, the fine 
actually seems too little for the yeah. crime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. No, that's something in municipalities across this fine country of ours. If you do try to fix something right outside, remember Arnold Schwarzenegger tried to fix that hole here But in then Calvary? we did find out that was an active manhole, yeah. and because he yeah. did do that, they had to redo a lot of stuff, and it cost the city like tens of thousands of dollars. <laughs> right, and he did he Good intentions. Fines? Yeah, good intentions by the former governor, but still, you're not allowed to do that. Well, the yeah. biggest thing here is that I think it also hurt the trees because they're not supposed to be trimmed at this time of the year. So now, but Universal said they always trim the trees this no. time of year. Okay, so that's what the, <laughs> during think, the hottest time of year. Yeah, you know that one time you we, want trees. Yeah, take I mean, them down. They should have considered this an act of vandalism. They should have gone Ooh, about this a different sure. route. I agree. Like, sure, you know, well. and, but that's the city for you. Yeah. So uh, right now, two picketers have been struck by cars ah, uh, oh because God. they're not providing any barriers to establish pedestrian walkways. Yikes. In a statement to the LA Times, NBC Universal said, we strongly believe that the company has fulfilled our legal obligations under the National Labor Relations Act, and we will cooperate with respect to any inquiries by the National Labor Relations Board on this issue. Well, we understand the timing of our multi-year construction project has created challenges for demonstrators. We continue to work with public agencies to increase access. Again, as I've said multiple times lately, if you're a construction worker in Texas, you got more in common with a drag queen in Ohio than you do any of these executives, yep. Bob Iger, Jeff Bezos, and the lot. So let's just remember who we're fighting here. Exactly. Yeah. These people who are actively attempting to cut out water, cut your water breaks, cut your trees, mm-hmm. and make you suffer in the sun as they starve you out of your apartment. Good grief. Well, let's turn to a positive story about a senator, because this is also kind of an update. (laughs) And this comes um, from Ohio. Oh, Sherrod Brown. So obviously we discussed what was happening in Texas with Greg Abbott's just horrendous human rights violations when it comes to not allowing, not forcing companies to give people water breaks after four hours of working in the hot Texas sun doing aforementioned construction. Sherrod Brown has asked the Occupational Safety and Health Administration. Ooh, that's a fun day of work. Mm. <laughs> fun. Ooh, where do you work? Mm. Uh, the Occupational has I forget. That's really <laughs> exciting, man. Why are you so depressed? Oh, God, I'm so not safe right now. Indeed. So he has asked them to implement federal workplace heat standards Oof. as soon as possible. Good. Usually we say, hey, government, let's get off our backs. In this case, the government... Let's give us some water, please. Yeah, please. Thank you so much. Uh, Brown and U.S. Representative Greg Cesar, a Texas Democrat, they led a group of Democratic U.S. Senate and House members in uh, a letter urging acting U.S. Department of Labor Secretary Julie Sue and Assistant Secretary for Occupational Safety uh, Douglas L. Parker to establish an enforceable federal standard to ensure that workers and employers can recognize and respond to signs of heat stress. And obviously, as we've seen, it ain't getting any colder out there. I'm actually kind of uh, shocked in myself that I did not think OSHA, this should be an OSHA issue. Uh, Why wouldn't it be? It's an occupational hazard of safety. Like, how can you not be giving someone water breaks? It's it's the same as giving someone PPE, personal protection equipment, Mm, right? Yeah, yeah, Yeah. very much. Yeah, and that's why, again, we covered last week uh, one of Sherrod Brown's Republican opponents, potentially, next year. But this is why Sherrod Brown has that reputation for really just standing up for workers. Mm -hmm. This is a very common sense uh, piece of legislation, very common sense policy, you would think, coming from the federal level, and you do it from there. So folks like Greg Abbott, who is trying to step on home rule in cities like Austin and Dallas right now, now governors like that 
can't do that if it's a federal piece of legislation. And then they're going to be like, it's about states' rights. I want to make sure that our people are out here dehydrated. Right. But states' rights. Right, exactly. And we're fine with states' rights. Uh, but unfortunately, sometimes uh, the federal government has to take a look at what's happening in said states and be like, you know what? That ain't right. Mm-hmm. Right. And we want our construction workers, I don't know, not dying. Yeah. <laughs> I know. What a shocking, brave stance. <laughs> Uh, They pointed to the recent deaths of a postal worker who died on his route in 115 degree heat. Yikes. And also a power company lineman who died from heat exhaustion. Being a postal worker and being a lineman should not be death sentences. Right. And uh, again, what are we doing? We want to protect our workers. Do you want your mail? Do you yeah. want your roads not right. to have massive amounts of right. holes in them? So then Terminator has to go fill them in all wrong. Right. <laughs> this would help. Yeah. And isn't this uh, sort of what's happening with UPS right now? Isn't the Teamsters also asking for AC inside those trucks? Basic, yeah, basic working They don't have conditions. AC in the... I'm pretty sure they do not. That's why they don't have a door. It's like, you get your AC from no door having. That's how you oh, get your Oh, my cool. Lord. I didn't mm-hmm. even realize that. What a nightmare. So the letter was signed by 100 members of Congress, including U.S. Rep. Uh, Chantel Brown. It looks as if it was mostly signed by Democrats. and Which is weird, right? This should be a bipartisan issue. Hydrate our workers. <laughs> Why are all of my high school coaches in office? Yeah, right. No, water's for pussies. I was like, no, I think it's for humans. <laughs> so yeah. the argument on the right is what? Just anti-government overreach is their, their excuse, but in reality, they just anti-worker? I mean, that's the thing. You know what? Honestly, they're waiting for a deal from Aquafina. Yeah, no, they're waiting for a deal from Dasani, <laughs> yeah. and they're like, as soon as Dasani gets a, cuts a deal with the city, we're going to have Dasani for everyone. Right, but it is funny you mention uh, old coaches in Congress and the Senate. You got Tommy Tuberville, you got Truly. Jim Jordan, former wrestling Oof. coach at OSU. So Grab yeah, they grope Kate. They basically don't want people to get water. The letter says in the past month, more than fifty-five million people were under heat alerts due to a heat wave spanning from Arizona to the Florida coast. They go on. If a strong federal heat standard that includes routine breaks for rest, shade, and hydration is enacted this year, it would save lives across the country while preventing any other statewide attempts to limit local heat protections. If I'm a business person, also, there's no, what's the, what is the damage? Yeah, what's your, what's your mandate? anything. Right, exactly. Let the people have water. Yeah, water. Is mostly free. But you would work (laughs) better when you're hydrated. Yeah. I would rather have someone take five minutes out of their every hour, take five minutes, hydrate, have a bite of a cliff bar, Mm. get back to work when you're nice and strong Mm -hmm. and healthy and you don't feel like you're about to pass out as you're seeing triple. Maybe that's why all the lines in Indiana's highway system are messed up. (laughs) (laughs) It gets pretty hot out there in Indiana. In 2004, there was a California worker that died picking grapes for 10 hours in 105-degree heat. So this has been going on for a long time. But as we're seeing now with record heat across the country, things like this that should not have to be mandated. Right. That should not Mm -hmm. have. The government Mm -hmm. shouldn't have to do any of this. Right. Right. But they have to because you have certain governors like Greg Abbott in Texas Saying four hours water water break after four hours. What are you a pussy? Right, exactly. I'd love to see that Thanks, guy coach. go. I would love to see Greg Abbott go ten minutes without something he wanted. Oh yeah, <laughs> he would just freak out. Oh, he'd freak out. Yeah, this piece of legislation, at least being introduced, being talked about, um, and you know, again, the policies are a, a lot. They're done in terms of the federal um, agencies. Right. So good on Sherrod Brown because, again, for him. he's a Democrat who's got to rewin his seat uh, in 2024. We played the launch video of his opponent, which one was of his potential hilarious. 
terrible Republican opponents there in Ohio, but Sherrod Brown, John Tester, again, these are Democratic senators are going to be vulnerable next year, so it's good they're sticking up for workers now. Indeed. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. All right. Well, let's move on a little bit to an update on Miami Mayor Francis Suarez. Uh, Evidently, he received half a million dollars from an online flower shop. Uh, but apparently it just has ties to China. So a lot of people are now wondering mm, it. who's financing his campaign. <laughs> I also didn't realize that an online flower shop had half a million dollars to give away. Exactly. It seems a little suspicious. <laughs> and as we've talked about with this man, as soon as we mentioned him, I was like, I don't know. Let's check it out. I got a bunch of DMs being like, he's a schmuck. Look into it. <laughs> yeah. Looking into it. And every single thing this guy does, it <laughs> seems to be for his own gain, his own profit. Yep. Oh. And uh, I guess that's why he's. technically running for president with the Republicans so he can get uh, a little bit richer and maybe maybe make it to a primary. I don't even think you will. I don't even know. I think it's more about that getting that pack going, getting that dark money flowing. Right. Pick your billionaire and boom, you can go for Senate or governor of Florida. Right. Later on brand recognition. Oh, big time. Yeah. 500,000 from an online flower shop. I guess they're doing a really great selling, (laughs) selling petals. I mean, send me the money. I'll promote you guys. I mean, just so you know, I'll I'll take 500 K to sell flowers online. Oh, of course. (laughs) I mean, and that's the thing. That's just, that's mayor money that he's getting right, right now. Can right. you imagine? He's probably salivating and thinking about all the presidential money he can get. Oh, Lord. So many flower shops. But it's probably <laughs> lobbying. Well, like we said, right? Chinese lobbying money, I guess. Of course. Yeah. Well, it's very interesting what's going on. The power um, players, as they sort of negotiate the chess pieces, as they see them with RFK Jr., with this uh, mayor from Miami, mm-hmm. it seems as if like the Chinese are like, maybe we can get one. Mm-hmm. And that's all you need, right. a Trojan horse, right? Right. right. Just well, invest. And that's, you know, certainly <laughs> what uh, what uh, Vladimir Putin was potentially thinking in 2016. Money well spent. Landed Trump. Also, when it comes to uh, money laundering, look no further than the NRA 2015-2016. They had $20 million funneled most of that money to Republicans. The majority of that $20 million, again, did come from the Russians. Russia Gate did get a little out of control because mainstream media continued to harp on it. Mm-hmm, right. And uh, there were some things that were proven not to be accurate. Right. But there are accurate things. So don't be don't throw that baby out with the bathwater. Right. Right. Because in reality, the Russians definitely wanted the Republicans to win. Yeah. Yes. 20- That's just yes. a fact. In 2016, yes. Vladimir Putin definitely did not want Hillary Clinton he to win. Not. But Hillary Clinton's campaign also did not send her to Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin, <sighs> which did not help. No, it was both. It was both. It was both. It was Jill Stein's true. fault. It's like, no, she was just that crunchy 
freaking see you next Thursday was just there. My favorite thing was when Jill Stein's dog was campaigning for her in Ohio. That was, that was a good rally. Speaking of dogs, we our won't first... really talk about it because I don't want to demean any dogs, specifically White House dogs. Oh, uh, oh but I've that dog is just oh. like, the Biden dog just keeps on biting all the Secret Service. Oh, that's that is good though. That is probably what the cover up about the aliens actually is. It's oh. they're trying to cover up that violent ass dog. I think the cocaine belongs <laughs> to the dog. That's what I was thinking. There he is. Snort, snort. He found it. He, that's what he does. He's a drug dog. But He's it's bitten drug. like what? Six or seven people reportedly, right? Ten. Duke, oh my God. Yeah, the Biden. <laughs> but isn't that what you want? Yes. You want a dog to protect the president. Right. I don't want a pussy in the Well, where was he when that sandbag jumped out at our commander in chief? <laughs> I know. I know. All right. Well, lastly, when it comes to people who are running for office, obviously we've talked about this man quite a bit. Governor Ron DeSantis, he has fired a third of his staffers. I believe it was about 36 people. And he recently had to fire a staffer because the person tweeted out an image that had Nazi imagery over DeSantis's face. And so Ron DeSantis, and again. But that was like a pro. This was pro. (laughs) So this was something from within his campaign. Be like, this is going to look great. Yeah. We got a swastika. We got DeSantis. Uh People are going to see him as a strong leader. So we had to fire this man, uh, and I wonder if his polling they, if his polling numbers were uh, going up, he definitely would not have fired him. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that he right. cares about the ad. I think he cares about the result. So the campaign official said, Nate Hawkman is no longer with the campaign, and we won't be commenting any further. Aww. So isn't that I nice? have so many more questions. I, I, I have questions. So I, yeah. I originally thought, that it was not a DeSantis campaign ad, that they had taken the ad from somewhere else and just retweeted it. Mm. But what is it? So is it is it an ad that they made in-house and then they, they got out? Or right. was it something that was made somewhere else and just right. retweeted by the DeSantis so campaign? So Nate, Nate Hockman retweeted the video over the weekend. Uh, he then deleted else. it. Oh, okay. It was a screenshot shared with NBC News. Ah. It showed Hockman, a communications staffer. Yeah, He's written for like the National Review and stuff. And... Uh, and he was uh, considered to be an up-and-coming mm. thinker oh. huh, on the right. Oh, mm. of so it was indeed a retweet, <laughs> but uh, retweets oftentimes are seen as endorsements. Oh, very much. Unless you have it in your little bio on X, which get off of it. Right. <laughs> retweets aren't endorsements. Right. You yeah. can also say that. Yes, and that's the other thing. The internet is forever. If you retweet something and then delete it, Somebody's already got a screenshot of it. Well, and the delete is oftentimes the worst. Of course, Skip Bayless could delete the tweet on uh, Hamlin there where he was like, keep on playing the game, Buffalo Bills. He almost just died, but who cares? So so to make this clear, I understand the issue is not that it was that the Ron DeSantis exists in the Nazi space. It's just that he tweeted it. He retweeted it, and then it was right. bad optics, and DeSantis is tanking, and he says, maybe the Nazi thing isn't working anymore, guys, right. yeah. so let's reshift, reshift the campaign. We go non-Nazi. But no, 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 he's not saying that. It was the only time. Oh, he's Nazi not saying you, it? You know that DeSantis has fucked up because it's the only time that I have seen in the past few years where Kamala Harris is getting positive press because all <laughs> she had to do was come out and be like, no, nah, slavery wasn't good. Right. And it was like, ah, KH, wow. you got us again. Wow. It's If that's the fight, then she will just be president. <laughs> yes. If that's the fight we want to have as a country. Apparently. what? Well, now, what about the benefits? Yeah, right. <laughs> well, and of course, I sent Ugh. you guys other stories out of Florida, too. You got people fleeing Florida right yes. now. Just over everything that's going on. There was, well, spe- speaking of that, there was going to be a... Um, 
there was going to be a what did what do you call those things that happen in colleges where everyone gets drunk and touches butts, but they're all straight fraternities. Ah, Ooh, right, 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 right. There was going to be a fraternity, <laughs> the Alpha Phi Alpha. Ooh, Ooh, multiple alphas. <laughs> and they're a black fraternity and uh, they're going to have their 2025 convention over in Orlando. But this is truly costing money, money yeah. to the state of Florida. They have said, we're not going to go. We're not going to do it. And uh, I'm not going to sit here and uh, pretend as if fraternity people are the most sensitive woke people on earth. So, you know, you fucked up. <laughs> right. When people are like, I ain't even going to get drunk there. Right. Right. Dudes I don't want to party in my like yeah, homo- yeah. Uh, Homoerotic activity in your state, my friend. <laughs> yeah. You're too much of an asshole. <laughs> We're going to Arkansas. Woo! Where Sarah Huckabee Sanders will be ran train upon. Oh. The fraternity announced on Wednesday on X. Wow, just get used to that. So bad. The Governor DeSantis' harmful, racist, and insensitive policies against the black community is the reason behind their decisions. So congratulations, Ron DeSantis. You just missed uh, out on a convention event yes. that would have, again, helped out servers, helped out uh, hotels, helped Economy, out restaurants, absolutely. helped out everything. Yep. But because you're such an unbelievable asshole, even a fraternity doesn't want to get drunk in your state. Wow. That's crazy. That's great. That's what Florida was for That's for decades. For. <laughs> yeah. Literally, it's what Florida has to be. Yeah. You try to be in that state sober. Oh, man. Oh, man. Makes you feel like you're tripping because everyone's so weebly wobbly and kind of weird. Yeah. And it's you're like, what kind of weird ass place is this? I better get drunk just to feel normal. <laughs> Willis L. Lonzer III. Ooh. Long line of Lonzers. Oh, good. Uh, he says Governor DeSantis has continuously advocated for laws and policies that negatively impact black people and other marginalized communities. We start first with the laws rejecting uh, teaching of race and cultural diversity of our nation. And we can even talk about the bill that he supported banning diversity, equity, and inclusion initiatives in colleges and universities. Of course, they go on. They say the final straw was his advancement of a new curriculum, again, that had uh, the suggestion that slavery was really beneficial and nothing more than a jobs uh, program. Oh, really? For black people who were forced to work for free. Oh, God. um, Before, of course... um, the uh, invention of some equipment was able to uh, perhaps alleviate oh. some of their need. Mm. And, of course, the economy behind slavery. It's not about race. It's about money. It's like, yeah, they're both together. Uh-huh. Yeah. My biggest pet peeve of people with slavery. It wasn't about race. Oh. But the economy stupid. No, oh, okay. my God. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Definitely had something to do with both of them. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go on here. Speaking of psychos in office. Mm. Man, these guys are old. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're getting there. Mitch McConnell, Uh he's 81. Okay. We're going to play this from a presser. Just happened. And guys, what do you think? Because we'll just play it, and I kind of want the audience to sit in the silence a little bit, but what happened? Oh, it's a a medical emergency. Or, uh, I mean, I'm not a doctor, but I do play one in sketch comedy videos. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I think it was a stroke, man. I I think he had some type of mental lockdown. Really weird. It was wasn't a, normal, I'll tell you that much. To me, it was like one of your last stream on the left videos, Ben. It was live death. We saw it. Yeah, wow. that's my specialty. Wow. <laughs> Mitch McConnell, his, his first sentences were on a path to finishing the NDAA this week. There's been good bipartisan cooperation and a string of dot, dot, dot. And we'll just play it because uh, it's scary. And all of these people, again, God dang, I just retire. Well, let's play, uh, let's play Mitch and then let's play a funny little thing from Mitt. Uh, We're on a path to finishing the NDA. Uh, 
this week has been good bipartisan cooperation and a string of uh, hmm. uh, yes everyone's just watching well and then Mitch some of his fellow senators try to hey Mitch oh something He's just staring. Are you good? Anything else you want to say? Or should I just go back to your office? Do you want to say anything else to the press? Huh? Wow. Could you address what happened here at the start of the press conference? And was it related to your injury from earlier this year where you suffered a concussion? Is that... I'm fine. He's fine. He said he's fine. And of course, what he's talking about, the NDA, that's the National Defense Authorization Act. So it's a pretty big deal. Oh, it's a $886 billion big deal. So he's talking about like this huge thing, massive part of our economy, and he just totally freaking blanks out. And yeah, I don't know what the hell is going on. Yeah, well, you, you heard the follow-up question It's got to be a national security risk at some point to have all these old, old motherfuckers. Oh, mm-hmm. Lord. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I mean, remember Biden had some uh, some tooth surgery or something a couple months ago, and then it's like, well, he, he had to go under, so he's not technically president for like two hours. And you're absolutely right, Ben. I mean, you could hear, A, the follow-up question from Manu Raju of CNN after. is like, what was that? Did it have to do with when you had a concussion earlier this year? And then, B. That's right, because he showed up with that black eye, didn't he? Yeah, because he fell down the stairs at a hotel. all messed up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. And gosh. then you can hear it. When the, the senator behind him asked him, do you want to say anything else to the He's press? Like, oh, I think that's, that's Barroso when, out of Wyoming. That That's something that's basically, you know, when you have an old person who may not be completely with it, what you do is talk to them to remind them where they are and what they are doing. And so the way that he was spoken to in that moment. And again, Barroso, by the way, is actually a doctor out of Wyoming, that mm. fella. So that's why I thought that was very interesting. Almost like they oh. knew something, like they know something's going on. But they're still, you know, they're still behind their boy there. The National Defense Authorization Act was passed 219 to 210 with all but four Democrats voting against it. Um, so that's huge. Again, what is that? Dang near a trillion dollars. That will be, uh, and well, that then we'll when be you spending take in- on military as opposed to. Anything, you know, again, lunches for children. We don't have the money for that, Ben. <laughs> yeah, if we, we just would spare we one, one fighter debt. jet, one fighter jet would just help out a lot. And of let kids. China win, Ben? Yeah, what about China? I think we're going to be just fine. Also, <laughs> I know we're not going to talk about it on this show, but aliens are real. Oh, so okay. we got a whole nother. We're all just going to have to come together. Language, language. What did they say? They didn't say extraterrestrials. They said what? Mm. Non-humans. Non-humans, mm. yeah. Ooh, yeah, so like it's, a- just, it's just a bunch of. Uh, oh, Warren Boberts. maybe that's what this was. The very first alien attack. They hacked into Mitch McConnell's brain. You know what? I think you might be onto something. It. I think I just sold it, man. <laughs> you might be onto something. <laughs> this is going to make what Mitt Romney says even funnier. The House Armed Services Committee passed the uh, legislation again, the NDAA, 58 to 1. Well, they need that money for the aliens. Uh, I guess they, <laughs> you know what? I mean, oh, who knows? Right. Oh, who knows? It's all connected. Yep. Wow. Top hat. This is where we do it. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, Republican amendments to the bill. They rescinded the Pentagon's program, reimbursing service members who must travel to obtain reproductive health care. They also limited access to gender affirming care for transgender folks. Of course. And ended various diversity, equity and inclusion initiatives at the Defense Department. I thought that they would be happier if you're transgender, but you go all the way with it. 
You know, I mean, this is this is culture wars hitting policy, hitting defense spending, which is already, uh, like you said, eight hundred eighty six billion dollars, almost a trillion dollars. Why the hell bother? <laughs> I guess so. Cultural war shit. The abortion thing is just so crazy. I mean, right? Whatever. Anyway, no, you're not allowed to have an abortion. You got to go kill those people with another person inside you. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> That's called the turducken. This is the military. We kill people across seas. We don't kill people in As our bellies. Of fact, we don't kill Americans. We've oh, created right, right, little right. guns for fetuses. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, little fetus guns. Oh, yeah. cool. We just we drill a little hole in you oh. so they can shoot out of it. It's baby snipers. <laughs> baby snipers. Pew, 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 pew. Good God, they could—they'd be more alive than that baby that Chris Kyle played uh, when uh, when there was the fake baby in the Chris Kyle movie. Oh, do you remember that? I do not remember that. Oh my God, it was the funniest freaking thing ever, dude! It was like literally the fakest baby. Bradley Cooper is Chris Kyle. Oh, he's holding his fake ass baby. Oh, it was the American Sniper movie. Yeah. Oh, what a great oh. film to what a what a great thing to honor there. <laughs> I love a fake baby. Yes, indeed. Um, anyway, according to uh, Chrissy Houlihan. A Democrat out of Pennsylvania, she says we should be obviously be focusing our efforts on prioritizing military readiness and national security and supporting our troops and our families and their quality of life that they deserve. But what they're doing is exactly the opposite of that, because we're telling 51 percent of our population, obviously, that those are women, that we don't respect them and we don't respect their bodily autonomy, which theoretically is the thing that our military should be fighting for, a.k.a. our rights. Mm -hmm. mm. So who were the four Democrats that voted? Was it Manchin? It's always Manchin, isn't it? Well, that I was, believe in, the this in, the yeah. in the House. Yeah, so oh, this right, was right, in right. the House. Oh, yeah. All right, you yeah. want to know the four Dems? You want to throw a little shade, yeah. do you? I just want to see who it was. The you Democrats that voted yes were Representatives Don Davis of North Carolina, mm. Jared Golden of Maine, mm. Marie Glusenkamp Perez mm. of uh, Washington. Uh, thanks, mm. lady. And Gabe... <laughs> Vasquez oh. of your place, mm -hmm. New Mexico. Oh, interesting. So there you go. There's your four now, dubs. More often than not, and of course, if you check out the documentary Why We Fight uh, by uh, Eugene Jarecki, a lot of times there's just military uh, spending being spent in their home congressional districts. That's how they always secure so much bipartisan support, right? Is by having major, major jobs in every single congressional district across the country. Right. So. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. All right. Well, let's move on a little bit before we get to the Supreme Court. Let's play this clip of Mitt Romney. Right. We need, you know, we need a different taste in our mouth when it comes to these Republican senators. And we do. I say you take that Mitch fella's name and chop off the CH and just call him a Mitt. Just call him a Mitt. What an exciting name that is. Mm. Mitt. Mm -hmm. Wow. That that 
thing. Yeah. That's, yes, that's a great nickname if you're in prison. God knows what you've done. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Hello, catcher. <laughs> catcher in the eye, catcher in the ear, catcher in the mouth. Either way, you catch her around me anytime you want. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's stupid. <laughs> that was just straight up stupid. <laughs> But surely, surely Mitt Romney is gonna not going to say anything yeah, even no, yeah, stupider no. than that. So recently, I'm sure most of you know, it was National Hot Dog Day. What? Yeah, it was a big deal. Finally, some good news. <laughs> yeah, it was a pretty big deal. And everyone was celebrating it by eating hot dogs. Oh, okay. And uh, Mitt, obviously someone who is going to be in political life for a long time. As a matter of fact, to be fair to Mitt Romney, again, we can have our disagreements. Uh, but some of the things that he that he discussed in 2012 did become mainstream discussing Russia. Mm-hmm. Of course, don't forget right. Obama had the zinger that did work at the time. Where, right. Hey, you know, because Mitt was like in 2012, he was like, Russia's our number one foreign adversary. And then Obama said 1980 called. They want their foreign policy back. <laughs> and it was him. a lull. Woo! Right, right, right. And I do think the right person won in that election. However, Mitt was later proven to be uh, accurate. Yeah. Yes. It certainly seems as if the Russians had uh, ill intent in their heart for the United States. He is also someone who has been staunchly anti-Trump. Yeah. To his credit, mm-hmm. I don't believe he voted for Trump. Right. I actually don't believe he did. He right. said that he didn't. Right. And so I believe that he's actually held strong on that. And that shows you just how powerful he is in Utah. Yeah. He's one that. of the right. very rare politicians who's right. like, these Mormons love me. Right. right, right, right. <laughs> I'm exciting to them. He really so, yes. He's pulled it spicy off. Spicy mitt. <laughs> most yeah. politicians didn't have that kind of political leverage at home, as we saw with Liz Cheney. Right. And most Oof. politicians don't change up homes completely the way Mitt Romney has, where his dad's from Michigan, but Romney was governor of Massachusetts, and That's now he's right. a senator from Utah. So That's he's just right. flip-flapping, switch-swapping. But- and again, t- to continue the corporate corrupt capitalism that we live in, Politically, his job, literally, he just made money from buying up uh, shitty companies, firing everybody, liquidating everything. And that's how his company made all the money over the years. So I'm not saying this guy has a heart of gold. Right. Vulture capitalism. Yes. vulture, And that was, of course, something that definitely came up in 2012. Nonetheless, by today's standards of a president that can't outmaneuver a sandbag, (laughs) a Senate majority leader who literally just died. (laughs) Uh, this is Mitt Romney talking about National Hot Dog Day. And dare I say, yes, it's alien. Yes, it sounds strange. But in today's political sphere, it's almost charming. Oh. I'm going to give him a little credit. Well, as you all know, today is <laughs> National Hot Dog Day. And all right. perhaps you also know that hot dog is my favorite meat. I what? love hot dogs. Uh, I love them I didn't buns. Know it was a meat I love type. them outside of buns. I love them oh. with baked beans. I just oh. like he hot loves dogs. It's the he best, just... you know, best meat there is without question. So to all wow. of you who, like me, are celebrating uh, National <laughs> Hot Dog Day, uh, congratulations to you, and may there be many, many more hot dogs served Aww. in our wonderful land. Oh, that's the type of <laughs> feel-good message we need. I'll take it, because, again, DeSantis just had to fire a supporter for equating him Nazi. to a Nazi like it was right. good. Yeah, yes. this is wholesome, comparatively. So at least he likes hot dog. Yeah. And also, it's very interesting. He can't have coffee or any kind of alcohol. The nitrates. Yeah. Hot dogs No wonder somehow. he loves them. That's his, that's his vice. It's the worst thing you can do. Yeah. <laughs> How is it a type of meat? Well, though? this is also, I believe he's... Right, debatable. He mentioned how... I believe it was a debate where they asked him something like, what's your favorite meat? And he said hot dog in a debate. <laughs> and then people were like, wait, what? Yeah. Hot dog? Huh? Like, that's a, what is, is that? Is that a cut? Like, right. <laughs> yeah. And so I think he's referencing that. Either way. Yeah. Uh, it, it's... It, 
mildly human, mildly it, human. It's a feel good. Or moment. is he or or he's just one of the non-human pilots that crashed in Area 51. <laughs> and now we're watching him talk about how he likes hot dog in bun, out bun. That's like right. The he's tube. in with the aliens because the aliens also love hot dogs. It's I would assume surviving meat of all time. Right. It can survive in space. It can survive under water, wherever you want it. Absolutely. Wet hot dogs. Glizzies. I'm just telling you, it's nice. Absolutely. I mean, this is Mitt Romney's second best speech next to the one he made on January 6th, the oh, night yes. of, just- which I thought was very, he had that line where he said, talked about like, I lost the presidency of the United States. Trust me. It sucks. I don't like it, but I lost. And now I'm here. And right. it was just one of those moments where everyone, like the Senate collectively laughed and we kind of needed that as a country. So good on Mitt for sticking up for hot dogs. It's sticking nice up to for see we live in a country where one Republican senator likes hot dogs and another Republican senator is turning into a hot dog. Thank you so much. <laughs> yes, he Thank is. Thank you, Vegas. So we'll see again. <laughs> wow. American politics. Next episode, I'm going to go into some European scandals. Okay. They're, they're very funny as well. Oof. There's one called the tractor porn scandal where this guy was just looking at a bunch of porn. We'll do it next episode. <laughs> okay. All those Tories. Right. I know. All right. Well, just lastly, let's do this. Uh, we've discussed quite a bit recently on this show because it has been too, uh, too transparent. It's been too unbelievably in our face not to discuss the ethics controversies within the Supreme Court, yeah. specifically with this Supreme Court that just seems to be exceptionally, exceptionally radical. The Senate Committee on the Judiciary, they approved a proposal to impose a code of ethics Ooh. on the U.S. Supreme Court. The panel split along party lines in an 11 to 10 vote mm. to uh, have the Supreme Court Ethics Recusal and Transparency Act go to the Senate floor. The proposal was sponsored by Rhode Island Democrat Sheldon Whitehouse. Uh, It would establish a new conflict of interest rule for Supreme Court justices and the federal judiciary at large. I think this is a good thing because right Mm -hmm. now no one has any faith in our systems. We don't believe in our elections and we don't believe the judiciary acts without uh, political intent. So I, I think this could actually maybe alleviate some of the people who are like, fuck the courts. Right. At least now maybe we can try to get a little faith back mm-hmm. in the in the institution and in that massively important part of our government. Yeah. I mean, this is checks and balances working. Right. I mean, right. up until now. Right. In fact, last time I remember Mitch McConnell uh, actually completing a sentence at one of his press conferences, he was talking about letting uh, Supreme Court Justice John Roberts handle these internal ethics investigations. No. no. And it's like, no. You can't trust the police to police themselves. And this is a check and balance on the judiciary by the legislature. Also, I mean, party line vote. What does that tell you? Well, it. I mean, isn't that insane? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Yeah. But then again, this, it, this should be a universal vote. But no Republicans even signed on to Sherrod Brown's letter about making sure workers have water either. So I don't know what the Republicans are doing. They seem to be cool with unethical Supreme Court justices and they're cool with uh, workers dying of uh you know, water rehydration. Yeah, well, exactly. they're cool with it because the Supreme Court is on their side. And that's the that's the issue right. with when we talk about the pendulum swinging one way too far, one way to mm-hmm. the other. Yeah. With the Supreme Court, because of the fact that they it's a lifetime appointment, the pendulum's going to stay on that side for a yeah. while. Yeah, yeah. And it's that's why they over there. Yeah, and that's why they are not bothered by this. And it's why, not unethical if we like the unethical exactly, activity. Right, exactly. right, right, right. So if passed in the upper chamber, the bill would also compel the court to establish publicly available codes of conduct. Mm. Why wouldn't they? They're the nine most powerful Crazy. people in many ways in the world. 
Uh, the official complaint procedure, among other transparency measures, including a requirement of requiring minimum gift, travel, and income disclosures. Ooh. Should just tell us how you're rich all of a sudden? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just let us right, know. Right, 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 right. Was it a book or was it like, you know, a party? Also, yes. Maybe it has to be something where it's like a jury process where there's always that one juror just in case another juror stands up and is like, I just love the Cosby show. And you're like, you got to get out of the trial. Right. <laughs> I'm sorry. Right. Bill is on trial. You got to get out of here. Right. Maybe we should have another two justices just in the wings. Oh. When all these people have to recuse themselves because I, I actually took a lot of money from ExxonMobil. Mm. Uh, my wife. She's right over there. Uh, she's uh, <laughs> she's, she's the with lawyer. the defense. She's the lawyer. Um, yeah. I have to recuse myself. Maybe yeah. something like that would work. What if we just vote on two people? We're like, yeah, those guys are, those gals or guys are apolitical, and they're gonna right. fill in the void if someone has to recuse themselves. Well, and we often trust judges to do that to recuse themselves because right. they are acknowledging the conflict of interest themselves. That's actually something that is done on lower courts all the time. I mean, yeah. state Supreme Courts, local courts, even uh, other U.S. Uh, federal appellate courts and et cetera. So it is interesting that the Supreme Court has no uh, safety net for those types of situations. I guess we just kind of thought that we were going to appoint really smart yeah. ethical judges, yeah, you know. but apparently they're just human beings after all. Yep. Like, I like yep. beer. I like beer. I always like beer. And I also like money. Money, 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 money. Money, 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 money. According to Chair Dick Durbin. Oh, Dickie D. He's the best. Unlike every other federal official, Supreme Court justices are not bound by a code of ethical conduct. Ridiculous. insane. He says they are the most powerful judges in America, and yet they are not required to follow even the most basic ethical standards. The CERT Act we're considering would change that. This is an area of inner of the government working to fix itself. And yes. I, I believe that this should indeed pass. Oh, I hope so. Yeah. But we'll see. I mean, it's going to be a Republican Senate. So, again, it probably won't. Well, it's a Democrat Senate right now. Um, but mm, it depends right. on what happens with Joe Manchin. Kirsten oh, yes. Sinema. I'm sorry. Right. So, right. So uh, I said majority leader earlier with uh, with uh, old Mitch. Mm, but he's well, a minority leader. Now he's a minority leader. Yeah. yeah God dang. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know, they swap back and forth all the time. It's very confusing. <laughs> yeah, swap back and forth. There are swingers over there in the Senate. Very so, true. But, good point. Good point. But it's a slim, slim majority for the Democrats. And again, with Manchin, Cinema, you never know what they're going to do. So Indeed. it's not a sure thing in, in the full Senate. Well, but to that point, if it does go party line. It would be nice. Of course, people like Lindsey Graham of South Carolina, of he says the legislation is trying to delegitimize the court. No. No, I think the court's delegitimized. I, I mean, the court. Senator <laughs> Chuck Grassley of Ohio says that this is trying Iowa. to. Iowa. Of Iowa. I'm sorry. Yes. It's Chuck Grassley of Iowa. It's hot in here. Uh, I need some water. <laughs> no, no, I'm bad. No water. No water. Sorry. He says that this bill is, quote, harassing and intimidating to the court. What? Oh, my God. So you don't want to harass or intimidate the court. Oh, yeah. Why God, would you God want to forbid. do that? Unbelievable. It needs to happen now because otherwise we end up like what's happening right now in Israel. Right. With, you know, with literally the Supreme Court justices voting, vetoing laws that would impose more ethics on them. That's right. Yeah. The only so, time the Supreme Court really does get uh, whatever Grassley just said, harassed. It, and, harassed and intimidated. And intimidated is, yeah. is their confirmation hearings, which now we know they just lie. Right. Because <laughs> they're allowed to lie, <laughs> yeah. apparently. And then they get through it and then they, they got the job. So. Yeah. There you go. So anyway. Hey, we should have listened to Anita Hill, right? I mean, pff, yeah, on yeah. so many levels. Yeah. Well, perhaps indeed. It was many, many moons ago. Many, many moons ago. Senator Joe Biden should have listened to Anita Hill. Oh, my God. He was such a tyrant during those fucking hearings. Oof. 
That's when he was young. <laughs> Spicy Joe. Spicy Joe. ProPublica. The revelations coming from ProPublica, for example, Judge Neil Gorsuch, he did not identify the purchaser who bought a 40-acre plot in Colorado. Right. Oh a sale that was between 250 k and $500,000. The purchaser turned out to be attorney Brian Duffy Oops. of the law firm Greenberg Trowig. Okay. And his since argued numerous cases of in front course. of the court. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hey, there there's the fellow I sold my land to. How you doing there? That makes all the sense. Also, ProPublica chronicled years of private jet and yacht excursions. Again, that's Harlan Crow with uh, his boy Thomas. Mm-hmm. Never revealed any of that. There's been 100 public records requests that the AP uncovered. Uh, details of even Sotomayor and her children's book. She was given $3.7 million. As a um, for a memoir and a children's book, which as someone who has dabbled a bit in the book business, that does not happen. Yeah. So all of of them for a book. I don't care if you're left or right. Just let us know where you're getting that money from. Yeah. And uh, please recuse yourself. Just um, otherwise, again, Mm -hmm. that's why people are just the burn it down people. That's one thing that they fuck it. They're all corrupt. Right. Right. And uh they certainly don't do themselves any favors. I know. When they act all corrupt. Yeah. It'd be nice if they led by example. You're right. That was the idea of judges way back when. Um, Kentonji Jackson Brown, you know, the newest member of the Supreme She's Court. She's leading by example. Yeah, because yeah. she even like declared the flowers she got from Oprah, yeah, you know, right. just down to like pretty minute Seriously, stuff please. in comparison. That'd be great. Uh-huh. Also, these flowers. Maybe it was the flower shop that uh, that, that guy got all that money. Oh, my gosh, that Chinese ties. Oh. Boy, we're discovering a lot of stuff here. Chinese ties. We want Donald Trump's company. Okay. Hello. Hello, Made in America. Oh, I only like shirts that say Made in America on the front. Made in China. On the back. <laughs> All right, everyone. And we also want to thank everyone who came out to beautiful Las Vegas. Sold out show. Wise guys. Y'all Congrats, showed up. That was a lot of fun. Yes, we sang Ben happy birthday. That was very sweet. Thank you so much. Uh, also, we have another Hail Yourself this Sunday. Mm-hmm, at the Ontario Improv in Ontario, California. So that's yes. here in the SoCal area. This is the last show of the summer. We don't have any more till the fall. So yes. come on out. We'd love to see you. Come on out this Sunday. And truly, thank you all so much for the support. It was wonderful to see everyone. Mm-hmm. And uh, wise guys, despite that name, they were very sweet. Aww. <laughs> yes. Okay, everyone, hail yourselves. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.